Hello and welcome to Franchise Sports Talk Basketball. Um, we are going to go through our NBA Eastern Conference All-Star teams. Um, pick our starters, pick the rest of the team and, you know, who we didn't pick as well. Um, and then we'll also be doing the Western Conference All-Star teams soon so look out for that so sam where should we begin should we begin with the starters i think we should start starters and go back so i've yeah we got like seven locks i guess seven yeah that's that's more than can play on a basketball court they're, but they're my locks. Okay. And then I've got, and I pick my starters obviously from from those those said locks. Should we go with the ones you picked to start, and then we can talk about the other two. Okay. Um. Who's your backcourt? My backcourt. Oh, I've I might have gone. One of these here, I might have gone a bit off piste. I don't know. I've gone for Tyrese Halliburton as my point guard. Yeah, so have I. Okay. <laughs> this is how these always turn out. We, but we think, think you've done something. Um, and it's not interesting. <laughs> interesting. We've just both done the same thing. And then Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I thought these were kind of um, no brain. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess we'll talk about the hard point guards in a minute. But yeah, Halliburton. Halliburton is, well, he's like the most important player on a Pacers team who currently are above 500 uh, after being awful last year. And he's also, well, he's he's 20 points a game and 10 assists a game. It's kind of... He leads the league, which is crazy. Leads the league in what? Yeah, I mean, there are a few other guys that have that, like 20 points a game and 10 assists a game as well. But um, I don't know, maybe not a few. There might be one other. Um, but with Ali Byrne, I mean, he's like, he's obviously very important to the team compared to everyone else. And just a bit something new, isn't it? Something new. Um, I think it's more exciting for the All Star game rather than just going for like. The same old guys who are just getting worse. Yeah, I mean, he's also shooting 40% from three. Yeah, I'm mean, just a, like a really good all round year, isn't it? He's having. And, well. Yeah, so. Yeah. Maybe even better than that, really. It's, it's probably possibly that he is just like. He might just be this good. It's like a slight like upgrade on last year, really. Um, and in fact, as you say, he's talking about his three-point percentage. He's the worst three-point percentage of his career so far this season. Even with that weird shot that looks like it should never go in, but it just... It's one yeah. of those. So he, this is it's kind of one that's like... This is probably the first of at least a few I'd expect Halliburton as um, all-star games and 
well, I think, it, yeah, they're enough to start for me. And for you, it turns out. Yeah, and then the Mitchell selection, I... I mean, to be honest, game, that almost makes him all-star on his own. Um, and he's also 7 from 3, averaging in the high 20s, actually playing. He's trying to guard everything these days. Um, and Cleveland are obviously really good. Yeah. And he, well, he is. I didn't. He's kind of, yeah. I mean, obviously, he's the like major addition from last year when they like were surprisingly good. But he is now kind of the guy, isn't he, on that team a bit? Really, like with the just ridiculous scoring. It's like when we were talking about it as well of like that trade of like whether it makes much sense. But basically, scoring that has like gone up to just a different level. Where is it the Jazz? Yeah, like an all-NBA level, basically. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a lock for anyone, I think, really. He was... Well, out of all the guards, he was the most of a lock for me. Yeah, I mean, I basically had him as my, like player in my list of like going down who's the best candidates for the all-star team yeah it's like one of the first names you write down yeah and then kind of how i do with this stuff is when you got to try and work it out is there's like there's a load of guys you really have to think about and then i've got some stuff on why like they're that great and how like stand out things for them but for instance like the four front court guys i think it's going to come down to now, like there was just you don't really have to think about it. you don't have to whether Yanis needs to be on the All Star team. Do you? Like yes, obviously. Yeah. Although there is a thing of whether we start this or not. I don't know. If it's necessarily a lock to start. No, probably not. I've got him as a starter anyway. I have as well. <laughs> My starters are Yanis, Durant, and Embiid. Um, oh, okay. I've gone for Tatum instead of Durant. The thing is, I only did that because there's a good chance now injured and will miss the All Star game anyway. Yeah, it, for me, it's just that he's um, well, he's the best player on the best team at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. Um. And yeah, Embiid, Embiid is an easy lock, really. We don't need to say that much about Embiid. To be honest, I was struggling to find a backup centre to put in the... So you found, because Embiid's been the one that most sort of discussion has been, it's Embiid or... Embiid or who, sorry? Embiid or Tatum for like the final forwards. It, is that how it works? You can just... Okay, I, I guess it depends how you're going to do it, isn't it? If whether... Well, the voting weirdly doesn't have centres in it. It's so just, just in with the forwards. Okay. I I decided I was going to have a centre. <laughs> I mean, I might have thought about yeah, it. Yeah, which is also as well. If um if you if you like didn't if I wasn't going to have a centre, but yeah, if you're having actual centres, it's really got to be Embiid. 
There's lot, not really anyone else in the East that's close. There's not um, anyone like in the same stratosphere. If it was just no, even when I was looking at centres, it's like to pick another guy that is a centre who's been playing centre this year. It's like you kind of have to. It's like they're basically like my twelfth pick, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. There's no one in the rest of it that's even close to being a centre, really. Yeah, so so you had you left Durant out of starters. Oh, right. Yeah, out of the starters. I mean, he was he was basically six. It was it was like yeah, the other the rest of the five stars, the five starters and Durant were like my most certain picks that I picked straight away, and then it was just between who starts out of Durant, Tatum, and Giannis. Um, I'm just about edged it with. I it was really between Yanis and Durant. I think I already picked Tatum. I the other way, logic wise, with Tatum is having an amazing season, shooting way more free throws, which is nice. Um, politics like as a team are so talented that that sort of slightly not really a lot but like Durant is basically doing everything for the Nets he's also good defensively he's shooting even by his standards he's having the best mid-range shooting career shooting 59% on all mid-range shots I mean there's a lot of guys that don't shoot on layups Um, and Giannis I think I think there probably is a fair number of people Little guys who won't do that well at the rim, but um, so Giannis has had like games recently. The Bucks have been like, well, not very good for a while, and his efficiency actually dropped quite a bit. But then the other side of that is the Bucks haven't been very good, and his numbers, like individually for the season, are still amazing. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know, I quite reasonable to have Tatum over any of them really like you said best player on the best team in the league but yeah. part of the contributing factor for me was weirdly that my vlog is also a Celtic so I sort of went like okay well you don't want to give me too much credit no no it means that like Tatum's got an, whereas um, yeah Giannis and Durant do not have someone like Quite. So I assume another lock then is Jalen Brown. Yeah, so his three point percentage is like way down in like the low 30, but he's scoring 27 per game. 27 points per game, it's ridiculous. And uh, he's had 14 games with 30 or more points. Yeah, he, he is actually, even though I don't know if I necessarily thought of him as a lock because I kind of did the stars. And Adjuran, he was then the next name I wrote. He was this, actually the seventh name I wrote down, too. Although he was for me, um, he although I kind of thought of him as the start of the next category in a way, which I don't know if that was. I think maybe I just thought of the other six, the six guys and then looked at numbers and thought, yeah, he's definitely going down. Like as soon as I saw his numbers, pretty much. I basically had my so I had the, the four four. And well, three forwards and Embiid, 
as like they're the four first players in the East this year. Mitchell and I didn't really have to think too much about as my backcourt, and then it was like Brown is not going to start. My next five spots, I actually have to think about a lot more. Where I didn't really think about the Brown inclusion. Your next, yeah. So your, yeah, all, all of your remaining ones. Yeah, I don't know if maybe I just didn't think about it enough. Because I think I got to ten fairly easily, and then wrote down a whole list of names, and then was like. Yeah, most of these are like a bit below the rest of them. Um, and just pick two off that list. Um, so that might be where we're a bit different. Should we? So, okay, so we've done our basically our locks uh, where we pretty much agree on like those seven, although Brown was not like a complete lock. Maybe I just forgot, maybe it was I just forgot about him momentarily and then saw him and then wrote him down straight away um where i'm at with those ones is like i don't think you can really argue against them no i mean i was ne- basically i was never going to not have him in i guess is the thing yeah so, so like, kind of a lock. i don't know how well you can have like an all-star selection for the eastern conference this year without any of those guys the remaining guys yeah sure as a matter of opinion that's like what you value, team success, big games, availability, all of that. But like, honestly, I think those seven, it's sort of not really up to that much debate. And all of my, like, yeah, uh, sure, you can argue with it if you want. Yeah, I've, I'll throw out one of mine then, which is, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's a chance you've not got him. I've got Jimmy Butler in. I also have Jimmy. Okay. But he's... um. Again, it's very difficult, isn't it, for us to do anything interesting because we seem to do exactly the same thing. Well, it's kind of interesting because of where Miami's been at, though. Like, they've been particularly good. Uh, Butler, again, has been sort of meandering through the regular um but he's 22 6 and 5 with the best of his career yeah and um it's like i don't know i mean when you've had a career like his and you've got the best of his shooting i mean loads of people are putting up crazy nights here he's also one of those that's a little bit of a i try not like picking Something in that way. Who are the names in the Eastern Conference at the moment that you think of as an all-star? And Jimmy Butler. Then you look at his numbers and it's like, oh yeah, that's why we think of as an all-star. Yeah. That I yeah, also basically I does everything. A big one for him is if you look at box plus minus. Um, yeah. yeah. He's basically, I mean, he's missed like a few games this year. And it, but when he does play, it's like he is like the most important player for the Heat by a mile. Like they're just way better when he's playing, which has kind of been the case since he went to the Heat the whole time. But it's, um, yeah, he like really stands out in that regard. 
Like he's even a he's fifth in the. Sorry, you go ahead. I was going to say slightly, even slightly above Halliburton, even though Halliburton is probably on a weaker team all round, possibly. Um, and yeah, he's even above yeah, Halliburton yeah. on box plus minus. So Butler is fifth in the Eastern Conference in um, Raptor. Again, box score um, Raptor. He's Behind two players are on the same team. So it's basically like he, while his twenty-two six and five is like really nice with where the scoring up is at. Twenty-two is not that. That's not really like guaranteed all-star stuff, is it? Um, but I, I think he just he always comes out well in impact metrics, doesn't he? Yeah. He yeah he just I think he's a player that probably his impact is beyond like his box score numbers as well. Yeah. Um. He is really the kind of player that he's going to like just pull a team over the line like by himself when they need him to. Even if his like numbers the rest of the time aren't great and like look his overall game might not be like all balanced as some of the other guys, but. He is bait, yeah. He's just going to do it when when needed. He's just that caliber, isn't he? And he's established caliber. Yeah. Um, I guess kind of one of those that I was sort. Of, although he, 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 as I said, he's actually been really good this year. I was saying the Halliburton starting thing is um, basically picking him as a start over just summer like. Yeah, the same old guys. Um, which I think really I was referring to James Harden. Um, Did he make your team? team? He's He is in for me. He was actually, we do these in order, but he was my first of like the next group. Um, what, not in? But there's two players who... No, no, he is in. Okay. When I said there's two... Um, on the same team at the top of loads of advanced metrics from Eastern Conference players. He's basically on beaters at the top and then it's James Harden. Yeah. So, so he's only... The one problem I had is it's weird how much he's played matters with All-Star but I think it does a bit to me. He's only played 28 because of that injury and between yeah. now and All-Star he's healthy at the moment. It's one of yeah. those where that... The percentage is trending in the right direction. At least, yeah, um, but yeah, it's just, it's basically the the twenty two points, eleven assists, isn't it? It's like that's can't really not have that um, as an all star, which actually is slightly better than Halliburton's numbers. Um, but of course, Halliburton's on a much weaker team. It's like Halliburton is the main guy, whereas Harden is definitely now support, really, isn't he? To um, He's played 12 more games than Harden, too. Yeah, yeah, I guess there's also that. Um, but Harden being, like, faring that well in, like, impact metrics while not playing is kind of um, doing that in the number of games he's played. Um, yeah. Same for Embiid. I mean, the fact that Harden this time and then Embiid just went, like, started the season slowly and just went absolutely, like, supernova. Yeah. Averaging over 33 a game this year. 
it's yeah, it's good signs for the Sixers, really, isn't it? Because it's basically, I think now where like it's all about that pairing. It's basically all that matters. The rest of their roster, I don't know how much I like it at the moment. It's a bit all over the place. There's not. I mean, they've got Maxi still, obviously, but like. Neither Max or Harden can guard anyone, so that's a bit of a problem. Um, Perfect in the playoffs. Yeah, so it, it, the roster it, it constructed is like not. I don't. I'm not a fan, but it's basically as it's been since they got Harden. It's kind of the just the offensive power of if they can have the Harden and Bead combo, like potentially could be like the best offensive duo in the league. Um, but yeah, it's basically all on Harden, really. If, if he can carry on and not um, go to too many nightclubs or have a sulk or whatever he does, or just generally melt down, yeah. Okay, so, um, do you want to go with another one? I will. I'm gonna cut, I want to kind of carry on from the um. I was talking about the uh, guys with 20 points and double-digit assists, which Halliburton and Harden, I think, are the two guys in the Eastern Conference with that. Um, but the thing is, well, these numbers are also so close that this could change very soon. Um, but Trey Young is very nearly in that group as well. 9.8 assists, so just not quite double figures at the moment, but in a couple of days he could be. Um and 27 points a game. So he is... Yeah, he is in. I have not got Trey Young. Wow. Did we have this last year? I feel like we had this last year where I picked Trey Young and you didn't. Yeah. So they had the same off-court nonsense again. They had the same forms of off-court stuff and there was weird stuff happening with and whatever was going on there. Um, he is also shooting 33% from three this year, turning over the game. And, um, I mean, I think he's not actually the worst defensive player in the league in the Eastern Conference right now, um, which I guess is his progress. But they are they basically break even when he's on the floor. There's worse when he's off the floor but for someone who's like meant to be the competitive hub is at least when he's on like on the floor it should be good that i think they're plus 0.6 yeah he's, when he's on the floor like and they're like a, of um these guys well like we're saying about jimmy butler who doesn't always have outstanding numbers or like tools and stuff necessarily um but always, like, it has a really positive impact. <laughs> Trey Young is maybe, like, the opposite yeah, of yeah. that. It's like that. His numbers always look amazing, but um, the team isn't always better when he's on the court, somehow, even with those numbers. So, since January, they have won five of their last seven to get to 500. So, that could, there's another one where, by the All-Star break, maybe they carry on at this trend they look great. But that's what rating for the season. Um, I don't, the, the, you're right. Like his numbers should get him in, 
but they're actually a worse team than the Pacers at the moment. And a worse. And um, I don't know. I just I, I find his, his impact on his teammates, which I appreciate, is not really the point of All Star, the All Star game itself. There's chip really required there, I suppose. Um, yeah, I, but yeah, I, I, his impact just hasn't been hasn't been great. Yeah, he's not. I guess he's not necessarily a player that's. Um, he's not necessarily like a winning player. Like it's diff- difficult to have a winning, like a properly winning team around him. But there's also a lot of players in the league like that. Uh, like we said a lot about Rudy Gobert. It's like it seems like because you seem because of all the like defensive accolades he's got. It has seemed like basically, yeah, you have to give him the supermax when when he got that. Um, and then, but if you have him on a supermax contract, like you're not going to be a good team. And um, at points like Harden, it seemed like he'll get a team. Well, get a team further than Trey Young's carrying the Hawks, but he's also like just not going to be a championship team most time because it's just. You know, it puts a firm ceiling on you, really. Um, well, so I, I suppose, I mean, that, the, the Rockets was they lost to, like, the Durant Warriors in seven games or whatever it was. Yeah. And they, they had some bad meltdowns. I know Trey Young got them to the conference finals the other year, so it's like, really cannot compete with them. But this is another regular season where you look at it and it's like, are they going to have to? Because there's a, a problem. I feel like they're ceiling. Maybe it's just because of how strong the conference has got. Yeah, that that might be part of it. The Eastern Conference is way stronger than it was a couple of years ago, even. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's made it that's made it like more challenging to to kind of work through stuff and still be a decent team. You end up in the playing. Yeah. If you do that now, that's also changed, doesn't it? Is you can't just be oh we'll take seventh because there's jeopardy to that. Um, but it feels like there's a ceiling that's actually not really very high, or, or not a high floor. I guess that's the thing. Is that, well, like like Westbrook in his prime, the thing was like at least you were going to win a load of regular season games, like Gobert was supposed to, was doing in Utah. Um, but like that doesn't seem to be the case yeah. with Young. It's not like not like he's 28 and 10, and then they win 50 games every year. It's like 28 and 10. We have to change the coach. And we're like a 500 team. We're worse than the Pacers. We're meant to be tanking. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting case. Which, well, I, yeah. Again, I think we had the same conversation last year, and probably his whole career you'll have this. Where it's his numbers are probably always going to look spectacular. Maybe until somewhat a coach stops using him as the main guy. But he might be one of these guys that if you try that, it just doesn't work. Like, it yeah, will, like it just crumbles. Because um, the Murray thing hasn't now, so that's also unlikely to happen anytime soon. And the Murray thing hasn't really worked out. I put him as like an honorable mention. Um, like, again, he's putting up his numbers, he's actually shooting the three reds really well. Yeah, he was meant um, on defense, wasn't he? Which they are now a better defensive team, but the Murray Young thing has just not really flourished. Let's say. No, it, it did look doubtful that didn't it a bit of like the 
the double point guard. Well, the question Trey is, Young as well. Is Young playing on ball, basically, isn't it? Is that will he do anything other than what he's been doing? And um, it's looking a bit like no at the moment. Um, but yeah, yeah, also like he's the sort of player you want to see in an all-star game, I guess. So yeah. yeah. No, do you want to? Have you so? You have got. We I've both got, had Butler and Harden beyond the I've got, top seven. I've got three more left, and you've got two more. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. My two were a bit just. I don't. I don't know. So this player, let's see if you can guess who it is. They're going twenty-six, eight, and seven. Their team is currently in the lottery. And their their um their on off is plus seven point one. Is it? Have I got this? Um, is it Pascal Siakam? It is Pascal Siakam. Okay, I've I've actually got him as one of my two. I think he. He also is like basically near lock territory, but he plays for the Raptors and he's Pascal Siakam, so he probably won't be considered like that. But when I, every time I check his numbers this year, like oh yeah, oh yeah, that, that's but how good it is. Don't you think sometimes? I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess that it's not quite. Awful. I was going to say, don't you think sometimes you get inflated numbers being a bad team? But their team's not that bad, is it? There are other but guys they, also they, putting up numbers. They've got four other guys scoring between 15 and 18 a game as well. Yeah. I had him in. Maybe I should have been more certain about him. I ended up picking him. Um, I mean, I was I was kind of leaning towards him anyway. And then about the centering and the fact that I think he's mostly playing centre this year. Yeah, well, they've done all sorts of line-up stuff. He's also played point guard, so, yeah. you know. But basically, that um, he's your centre, is he? You, sorry, he's my backup centre. Okay, that means we've not agreed on the last one. Isn't that, that's exciting? That's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. I that's mean, exciting. well, we already know because I've got Trey. We already know we haven't agreed on one because I've got Young. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's a chance. There is a risk we've we've agreed on eleven still. Yeah. Or is that okay? So so wait. So how many? So I've got one left. I haven't revealed. You've got two. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go for my one I think is your final one. Drum roll, please, everyone. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan. He's not. 26-5-5. Turning the ball over uh, less than he has done previously. Chicago have got a little bit better recently. But they're awful, aren't they? Um, I mean, they've only lost two more games than the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know. They have won. 26 points per game is kind of impressive. But also this year, 26 points a game, for some reason, doesn't look anywhere near as impressive anymore. No, no, this this is true, actually. It doesn't look as good. He's he's 13th in war in the Eastern Conference. I um, had him just, on my long list of guys that I were sort of mentions, just so I, I was sort of considering. He's but, just behind Giannis and Jimmy Butler in war. 
But the thing is with that is that is a um, an aggregate stat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess that's fair enough because it, it kind of shows. So he's played a lot of games too. He's played all forty-one played games. Well, I don't know if that's all forty-one. No. Thirty-six minutes a game, playing forty-one. No, they they've played more than forty-one games. Yeah, they played forty-four. So he's only missed three games and playing big minutes. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't shoot any frees, does he? No. Did he at one point, Chris, shoot some? He started to, didn't he? And then, then he I stopped. at one point he did a bit. I mean, he's shooting 1.4. He, he had that end of his Toronto career, he shot 3.6. And then he shot... Yeah, I mean, three point six is really not very many for what was he was a two guard then, wasn't he? Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. That that's my uh, that's my guy. And then I've I've got one more. Do you want to go with? No, I reckon you you go. Is this your last one? No, you've got two left, haven't you? I've got one left. Okay. I've got for Bam Adebayo. If you're listening to without having anything in front of you. I've got Bam Adebayo as my final one. Oh, I haven't got him. Career high in scoring. The Heat are 8.4 points per 100 possessions. Better with him on the floor than when he's off the floor. Um, when I had a little look at him, though, there was something that made me not pick him. Yeah. Do you care to elaborate? Or? I think there was. I'm going to. Just, wait a there second. was just something happened to him. There was something. Um. It might have been. Does this make? It might have been the box plus minus scores. And win shares and that kind of thing. What are the are bad? So basically compared to the rest of his career. So it's his worst year of his career for win shares per 48. Yeah. Um, and also... The advanced stats don't like him this year. His worst year apart from his uh, rookie season in box plus minus. I think that might have been the thing. Basically, I was like, I like considered him. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, the advanced stats were just like really against him. I don't, I don't know if that's a valid reason. He's twenty first in WAR, um, which is not amazing. It's also better than Siakam, just about, but behind like Brook Lopez, Julius Randall. Are they, uh, war, war, when I looked at WAR, though, isn't WAR like really biased towards centers? Uh, it doesn't seem to be on this list. It seems to be quite vice towards centres, isn't it? Did, I mean, what, did you, what, did you mention Brook Lopez? Why is Brook Lopez ranked on war? He's 19th. Well, well that's because league. No, in the Eastern Conference. Even so, that's high, isn't it? Well, it's, it's because of the defensive numbers for it. His defensive numbers are really high. But that is that if you are a really good defensive centre, your impact on defences. Yeah. So I guess maybe it's not... Maybe it's that it's... The the weight it gives to that is more than, in general, like, discourse. The weight that people give to 
Yeah, I think a lot of people just underrate that part in general. Yeah, but, but, like, but compared to like most other like advanced stats and stuff, I think was it, it might have been War that basically made lots of centers like way higher than all the others. PR is really bad for that, um, especially, and uh, I think that's that's some of it. Is like good defensive centers can get really boosted by this stuff. Um, in a way that can seem disproportionate, and maybe it is. Um, I feel like with Bam, like I wasn't, to be honest, I wasn't being particularly strict on the backup centre. It was more like if there was someone to take that was a centre, I'd probably play for them. Um, but he's of like any other like centre-ish player. I think he's quite a long way clear of the rest. What's Siakam? Depending on if you cheat with Siakam or not. <laughs> So Siakam is my centre. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to, I, well, on basketball reference, he's listed as a centre this season. Yeah, they have. They have, which is... I've gone with. The trouble is, they also they have both, like, 20 centres on the roster and none. So like, he does... point guards and none. He's playing, he's playing centre, like, when they play with Barnes, Ananobi, Van Vliet and Trent. I yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I guess he is the centre, but he's also like playing point guard. So, and yeah. but they play Coloco a lot, who is like this is a centre. And he's seven foot one. Um, I mean, he's not just listed centre. He is a centre. He was drafted as a centre. Chris Boucher as well. He's probably a centre. Chris Boucher was a centre recently, um, and then then he wasn't. Juancho Hernan Gomez has played centre previously. Uh, Ken Birch, also sort of a centre. Thad Young, basically a centre these days. So, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you can have a centre. He is listed centre. It'd be interesting when it gets to one. Yeah, Young's my backup centre. You could, if you want, I suppose. Probably Should I just say my last one now? And then we can yeah. get on with it. Because we've, we've, we don't have got too much time. Um, my final one is Darius Garland. He was... Close. Very close. Um, how close? As in, like, the first of my near misses. Oh, really? I'm not sure my near misses are, are ranked particularly. I've just got a load of list names. And we come to that. But basically, um, I mean, I don't know. I like the Cavs. Um Thought, you know, they could have another guy. Like, it basically slightly edged out just the other get names on my list, like DeRozan, who you mentioned. Um, 7.8 assists. So he's he's kind of, um, you know, running that offense in a way. Yeah. He's obviously leading the scoring. Um. He's also had to defer to Mitchell a lot more since that. So that like even but even with that, he's still scoring twenty one points a game. Um and yeah, it does just seem like he's kind of like gonna be the heart of that team. I mean they 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 should be really good, this Cavaliers team, like over the next few years. I mean they're really good now. Because they're young. Yeah, I mean Mobley like hasn't progressed with scoring at all this year, but it's like he's still like absolutely incredible defensively. He's still only twenty one. So is Jarrett Allen. 
I think, in fact, on... It might have been defensive wind shares or something like that. That's not Alphas. I'm, I think it was defensive wind shares. I think Mobley and Allen were, like, the two top... Or something? They're two of the top three. Are they? Um, Maybe it depends where you look. The second player is Bam Adebayo. Okay. A little, uh, little throwback to five minutes ago there. But yeah, I mean, that's that's quite a combination, isn't it? I mean, especially if, like, Donovan Mitchell's going to try and guard people now, too. Alan was one guy I vaguely considered for the centre thing. I mean, yeah, I, I he doesn't too. do as much as... Bam's got into the 20s in scoring now. But Alan is, like, someone... I can't remember who it was, called in the Eastern Conference, Rudy Gobert, at the end of last season. And um, it seems like almost a bit of a piss take. But also, I mean, I think there's areas of his game where he's better than Gobert. He's obviously not quite as dominant defensively, but he's really mobile when they switch. Um, he's a really good finisher at the rim as well. Yeah, They do all sorts of funky stuff with uh, Mobley handling the ball with Allen. Yeah, he's too. basically like as a, um, like a traditional centre. He's just really good at all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, doesn't do stuff beyond that, but that stuff he is really good at. Which, if you have, like... I mean, like, I guess it's kind of what Gobert was, but to the degree where he won Defensive Player of the Year, which then meant he ended up with loads of money, which makes it difficult to be a good team if you're giving him all your money. Um, but if you have that combined with, like, well, Mobley, like, an extra defensive guy, he could maybe do a bit more, potentially be developed a bit. And then a Garland Mitchell backcourt. That's like, you know, he doesn't have to be anything more than that. No, and I think there's areas offensively where he's better than Gobert. Because Gobert on offense, it's not just a meme. He, like, really can't do very much at all. He's enormous and he can dunk. But, like, his hand, the number of times, like, he's really not, like, a smooth experience watching that. Alan is much better with most of that stuff. Um... And I was inclined to do that. I would. Re- I really like Cleveland. I was inclined to try and get one of their guys in. But actually, I thought the gap between Garland, Allen, and Mobley was sort of too small. Yeah, there was a bit of that. So Allen and Mobley were both on my list. We're actually basically going to have to wrap up um, now. But is, was there anyone else you wanted to very quickly? I'll rattle through my near misses. Holiday. You have to give me a quick rattle. In and out. Kyrie Irving, um, he's Kyrie, only played 32 games. Yeah, Brunson same. was pretty close, just not quite the same as the others. Yeah, Brun- Brunson and Randall were like, they're both two guys on the Knicks. Randall, because okay. he's played so many minutes, has some good advanced numbers. Porzingis is really high in war. Um, and Kyle Kuzma, weirdly, played in 43 games, 21.6 points, 7.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists. I didn't actually go near the Wizards. Usually a good idea, in general. Usually just a good idea, as a rule. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you basically covered mine. Um, I wrote down Vucevic. Did you say Vucevic? I'd written it on my list. No, I didn't do do Vucevic. I think it was centre. You're right about being inexplicable. I think just because he was centre. Really. He's having a really good shooting year, actually. I think he's had the best... Shooting the year of his career. All right, I'll, I'll let you off. But just lower volume than he was at Orlando. 
That might be all right then. Okay. Um, all right. Well, look out for the Western Conference, and we will ramble our way through that um, soon next, next week. week. Maybe when we've had the voting results, potentially, I think. Oh, do we? That's only the starters. So. Okay, so it's matter. Yeah. We can say we would have had stars anyway. So yeah, um, like, subscribe. Can you do those things on here? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think so.